Gene, you ready? Yes. Eric, you ready? Yeah. Great. I don't know what our tagline is anymore. I know what it used to be. The creative entrepreneur looking to build a business for the long haul. Right. Mm. Do you want to mix it up? What is it going to be instead? You're just going to come up with something no, on the spot? That's why I just said I don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> Doesn't have to be something right now. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to Rally Caps. I'm Steven. I'm Eric, and it doesn't have to be something now. <laughs> Wait. You heard it here first. <laughs> Eric, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> There's awkward silence. You should start playing the music and then cut the music. <laughs> and then play it again. Welcome back to Rally Caps. I'm Steven. And I'm Eric. And today we have a friend and guest with us. I'm Gene. How do you spell it? <laughs> you spell it G-E-N-E. Why did I hesitate? Oh, oh yeah, that's my name. G-E-N-E. You forget Gene. how to spell your name sometimes. I know. It's, I need to tell myself. Is that because you're it. getting older? Probably, actually. Most definitely. Oldest, oldest and wisest of the group. Not the wisest, but oldest for sure. And... And the, the, what am I trying to say? What are you trying to say? I'm <laughs> the nervous. The most modest. Oh, uh, no, that's most humblest. Uh, that's I mean, yes, I that is, I was mean, trying yes, to that look for yes, humility. That yes, that is me. Yes, yes, yes. So humble. <laughs> wow. Hey, Gene, why are you on this episode today? Yeah, I'm on this episode because I'm actually one of four people who, um, decided to get the space that this is being filmed in right now. And on top of that, I've been doing a lot of work with Eric and Steven for the past year. And so as they, as you guys started talking about rally caps and 602 and everything else happening up here, um, it was kind of a natural progression to move towards me being more involved in not only work we do together, but also with rally caps and just show my face here a little more often uh, again, because we're always together, essentially. So I'm excited. It makes a lot of sense. And uh, hopefully it's even more fun than it has been. Love that. Gene, I'm sorry we gave you the short stool. It's okay. He's sitting on an Apple box. And we're sitting on stools. With two acoustic panels because my butt hurt so much when it was just bare Apple box. But now it's a lot better. What kind of, what was style Apple box you rocking today? <laughs> yes. Stop it. No, yeah. Which, yeah, what style? which orientation? It's yeah. One of three. Yeah. Is it Guatemala? No. It is. <laughs> is it New York, LA, or Chicago? It is in New York. There you go. Hey. Hey. Nice. I think filmmaking jokes. I learned that last week. Oh, is that, that applause? Yeah, it is. <laughs> you can hear it? Yeah. Oh, that's it awesome. Worked. I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I, you're the other one with headphones. I and I just saw it said applause <laughs> with a circle saying when it was going to end. <laughs> this is fun. We Steven, have, what are we using right now? <laughs> so we're recording Rally Caps now and all future episodes on the Rode Podcaster, no, Rode Roadcaster Pro 2. It's written right there. Yeah, Rode Roadcaster <laughs> Pro 2. It was released this year. It's a very cool board. Very colorful. And one of the most wonderful parts of it is that we can program these uh, sampling pads to play different sound bites and music, and in this case, applause, which you just heard, which is really fun. Oh, that, that so we have to fade. Oh, oh wait. 
Is it working? It's crickets. <laughs> That's awesome. The best part is that I'm the only one that can hear it right now. <laughs> I knew I knew this was going to be trouble getting a colorful bunch of buttons in front of Eric. Can you hear that right now? What is that? What was that? Air horn? Oh, I'm glad I didn't hear that one. Oh. <laughs> oh, I heard it. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh man, I faded it up too late. <laughs> it is, it's, it's a short one. Mm. Um, anyway, we are recording the show on this beautiful board. We're going to have a lot more fun with that in future episodes. Sick. Today, as Gene mentioned, we are talking about this new studio that we are recording in. We talked about it in the last episode, the first of 2023. And uh, we're going to talk about it more in depth today because the three of us were the ones that started spearheading it back in November of 2022. Yeah. What's it, what's it for, Gene? <laughs> <laughs> this space, um, as we've kind of alluded to in various places, various platforms, will be mainly used for two things. It'll be used for YouTube, because we all make YouTube videos, whether that's for Rally Caps or for our personal channels, and then also for Rally Caps, which arguably will be the staple piece of this room, this studio. Um, and we really wanted a space, although we already have Creative Club, literally one floor beneath us. We wanted a space where we could build up multiple sets and really have as little barriers as possible to filming and production. And so when this space became available a couple months ago, we jumped on it and now we're in the process of building it out, um, furnishing it with the hopes that very soon we'll be able to just kind of run with videos very quickly. How difficult has it been to get it started and to like, have actionable items, like actually done. Well, maybe maybe to talk about that, we should go back to the beginning of like how it actually happened and the circumstance that we were all chatting about when we found out that this unit was available. Yeah. We had like early conversations. I feel like everybody in Creative Club had early conversations like, oh, if our businesses keep going mm -hmm. in an upward trajectory, it would be pretty cool to have a separate unit in this building to do X, Y, Z. And I think a lot of us were kind of under the impression like, oh, it'll be a, a space to store physical product yeah. and and or run like a completely separate business that's or like a film lab or something like that. Um, but when that conversation resurfaced again three months ago, two and a half months ago, I think I was just like, you should just check the property website and see if they have anything yeah. available. It doesn't even have to be in this building because there's a... the the company that manages this property manages a slew of buildings along the road that our building is on. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, Hey, maybe there's just something down the street or whatever. But like, especially if there's a unit available in the building, the one right down the hall was available for like two days, but it was the huge one it was massive yeah. Yeah. and way too expensive. Mm -hmm. So that was a hard pass. And so you searched it up. Yeah. I remember we were together, all of us. Yeah. And I remember on my computer, I looked up through our, um, just the property uh, management site, looking up units, and one just popped up literally on our building. So I zoomed in, and the unit number 602 is the one right above our existing studio space right beneath us. And so we clicked on it, and it was cool because it looked just like our old studio space mm -hmm. when we first moved into this building uh, almost six years ago. And so we knew that right away when we saw it, we're like, this is it, the... The rent is a good price. It's convenient because it's right above us. And um, 
when I reached out to management, there were actually two people ahead of us who already looked at the space and showed interest. But I told them like, hey, we've been here for four years, five years at this point. We would love this space. We'll jump on it immediately. And so thankfully, he was great to work with. He said, sure, showed us the space. And then you guys actually got the keys not too long afterwards, right? Mm -hmm. For the yeah. room. And so that's kind of how we got it. It was a well. It was it was just open the day we <laughs> the day that we searched. No, we were it. like, yeah. oh, right. if it's right upstairs, let's just go up and see if it's unlocked because there's nothing yeah. in it. So so sure enough, the door was open and yep. it was like trashed from the previous tenants. It was gross in here. Yeah, it was dirty. Like, but we knew the, the track record of the building and the management that they would take care of it. But immediately we're like, oh, it's open and available. It's real. Even in its gross state, we were like, this is it. Sick. This yeah. is the spot yeah. for us. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, so, so very quick turnaround. We we signed the lease when we were on the road on a trip for mm -hmm. the last trip of the documentary we were filming. And it was, oh, second to last trip. In Nashville. Yeah. yeah. And it oh, yeah. was kind of surreal to do it like from afar and then come back knowing that we could just go grab keys and, yeah. and start getting to work. Yep. Yeah, that was, that was a very cool moment because of the way it worked out. It felt very serendipitous. We We had those conversations, like you mentioned, Eric, kind of, sporadically throughout the year, not really knowing what form it would take. But it was cool that in the right time for all three of us, mm -hmm. we happened to say, hey, let's just look into it. And this was the only unit available in the entire building. And this is obviously the most convenient thing because it is just right above us too. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of reasons, it just felt like it was meant to be. And uh, we're very grateful that we were able to jump on it when we did. It had only been listed for like nine days also. Like it was very yeah. recent. Like just everything like seemed stacked in our favor. Um, so it was a very cool and very fast process to get in here. Once we had the keys, I don't think we actually were able to s like really settle into it until we got back from Sacramento, which yeah. is the very last doc trip of 2022. And then from there, it was kind of like we were off to the races. Mm -hmm. Yeah, painting yeah. the floors black. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Shows a lot of dirt. Shows a lot of dirt. Very hard to paint and then seal and to make look even and good. So uh, it's, very worth it though. It's good enough for sure. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, if you look at the detailing, you might be like, oh, it's not the best job, but like from afar and from a visual perspective on camera, it's going to look fantastic. Yep. And we just started scouring Facebook marketplace. We went to, we went thrifting and we're going to continue to do so. Mm -hmm. um, and I think even just kind of philosophically about how it, came to be that's why i think those conversations are so important to have the dreaming conversations mm -hmm. because you can start getting a feel for all the people in your community that you might want to like partner on projects with or new you know creative endeavors and when you realize when those people are in line with a vision that you might have it's that serendipitous moment when yeah. when you have an actual item where it happens and everyone's like that's the thing yeah that's it and then Kudos to Gene for being the way he is because there's something so profound about being so direct with communication with people and, and proving why you should be first in line, having the receipts to back it up, mm -hmm. and then like meticulously responding very quickly to make sure that it happens because you know those other two people are sleeping. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think on a personal level, the two trips in particular that felt like they built the momentum to this. The first one, which we're gonna talk about more at length in a future episode, was when the three of us went wait, to- wait. Let me whisper it and so I, it, it, they'll hear, oh. and then if you say it, it'll be fun. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but you need to I stupid. totally can't hear you <laughs> right now. <laughs> 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 you take your headphones off. You take your headphones off. But I have a guess for what it close is. Close your ears. Oh, okay, close, close okay. my ears. Don't like a trip at the 
uh, downtown Nashville in the lobby specifically. Now be very specific about what you think it was. It was either the first or second. I think I got it right. I feel like I'm being pranked right now. No, it's like, um, it's like the newlywed game. It is. Okay. The, the <laughs> newlywed. It's been like five years. <laughs> um, first one that stood out was when the three of us flew to Nashville for the Leica project, which we will talk about a lot more in depth in a future episode. Okay. That was one where we had a like crazy awesome like vision casting for 2023 while sitting in the hotel that Gene splurged for, for us in that awesome like corner section flooded with light. Awesome. Beautiful. In super the what? Cool. In the what? In the what? What part of the hotel? The lobby. We got, we got point for newlywed game. Okay. I said oh. exactly <laughs> that. Nice. <laughs> nice. Actually feels great. Did you do two? No. Oh, Wait. you did that one. What's the other one? The other one I think was when the space was already confirmed, but it's when we had that lunch at, I'm forgetting, in the, um, oh, the taco industrial, place. the taco place yeah. on the Nashville dock trip. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, that, that felt like it was a matter of capitalizing on what we talked about in August, September for Leica, and then realizing it by jumping on the space, and then on that trip, signing the lease, and then really like digging into detail about what we would use that space for. Yeah. And that was an awesome conversation. Well, it was really exciting because it was like, oh, now we have an actual space to accomplish all these things. Mm -hmm. is, is that what you assumed both of them were, Gene? Yeah, I assumed it was that like a Nashville trip at the hotel in that lobby as well. That yeah. would have been my guess. Mm -hmm. We just had a lot of good conversations. Then. And one of the things that was great about last year was although we all see each other on a day, almost daily basis, and we work alongside each other, I really feel like when it comes to business, one of the things that builds trust the most is when you tackle um, jobs or projects that are multifaceted as far as like situations and um, stress contexts, whatever that looks like. And I think for us last year, the doc presented all those things and watching us navigate those, um, those situations and how we kind of workshop stuff together. I think it was like the perfect um, project last year to really um, just see how well we work together out of a, outside of a, like a daily context. Cause we know that we all like each other and work well together, but I think the doc, um, one of the benefits was that it actually led, I think I really believe to like this all happening and um, yeah, I think that was one of the things that solidified for me as well. Oh, like I want to do it with these guys. Let's go. I remember, yeah, that taco mm -hmm. spot though, having the conversation mm -hmm. and we're like, oh yeah, like we're onto something. Oh, yeah. um, and at that point I had like a hundred percent confidence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's why we're sitting here right now. Yep. And that's really cool to see that. Like that was only two ish months ago mm -hmm. to see where we are yeah. now and what we've accomplished in that time, even with being gone for a while, mm -hmm. holiday break, all that stuff. We've done so much in such a short amount of time. We built a blanket fort. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's amazing. <laughs> I Something that's really cool is seeing the materialization of what you guys are talking about, but all the thoughts we had with how much, I mean, from on a personal level, like how much I was money I was investing into the documentary production mm -hmm. of being like, there are going to be other side effects that are really beneficial from this outside of just the endeavor of the documentary. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, the documentary will hopefully make its money back and be profitable. We're pretty confident in that. But outside of that, even if it doesn't, would this have still been a worthwhile investment in each other mm -hmm. in trying yeah. something hard and new and out of our comfort zones? And 
it brought the new chapter of our careers, especially together, yeah. which is also something we want to talk about today is like, what, what are we trying to formalize yeah. moving forward? The three of us. Yeah. Yeah. What did, hold Take on, it away, hold on a minute. before, before you do that, Gene, when did you start your YouTube channel and how, how has that been going and where does everybody here fit in that? Yeah. Uh, for me at least, um, I think I posted my first video at the very end of, it's been just over two years. Um, so it was almost exactly two years ago that I posted that first video. And over the course of two years, uh, although the channel hasn't been, maybe it hasn't hit certain metrics as I hoped as far as like sub, sub count and everything, what's been really great is I've learned a lot from being traditionally a photographer to now learning a lot more about video. And then really, the, I think the biggest benefit is the network and the connections that I've made and we've made through just another platform to connect with people. And that's been the largest benefit, but it's been a, an up and down journey for sure. I think as any YouTuber would attest to, it requires a lot of work, a lot of discipline. And there are seasons and times where I don't feel like making videos, but I think that the timing of this, the studio uh, with these guys is perfect because I think it will mark a new chapter of what my videos look like and the kind of content that I make. And I know that these guys probably feel the same way as well, but that's kind of been my YouTube journey for the past almost two years now, a little over two years. Yeah. The, the new studio is a huge factor into what we will do with YouTube going forward. And it's kind of a, in another sense, it's kind of seeing to fruition a pact that the three of us and Braxton all made almost exactly a year ago mm -hmm. today, yep. saying that we're going to embark on YouTube as a group rather than a bunch of individual people. We're going to help each other out. We're going to sacrifice other opportunities and things to really be at each other's side to grow these things on an individual level and then ultimately gain recognition as a group, which is really, I think, the most powerful thing yeah. that we have is, is our community and the, the work that we're able to accomplish because we can be a small run and gun film crew for all of these things. And it's, it's incredible. It's landed us commercial jobs because of that too, like things outside of YouTube, going back to what Gene is saying about like gaining skills that are not solely rooted in YouTube, YouTube, but being able to take what you learn there and then translate that into client work is really powerful. And to do that with people is huge, especially with video production. Gene, what gave you the confidence to want to embark on a new business with us in that process? Like yeah, helping yeah. each other with YouTube and that whole philosophy of just like, no matter what, I'll drop what I'm doing and go help you set up this talking head, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Is it my smile? Well, 100% that. Is so, it his voice? Know, that too. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, I, I think that, um, well, you are the one who is the largest encourager, motivator to start a channel because you have, you had already been doing it for a few years ahead of Stephen and I starting channels more seriously. But I think once I got started and once we started working together on a very regular basis, um, again, like I mentioned earlier, when you work together so closely, you see so many facets of one another. You see some of the good, some of the difficult, um, and some of the areas that we cover for one another, and then where I'm covered from you guys as well. And so I think that for me, it was really more trust building. And for my personality, mm -hmm. at least I've been completely transparent, um, I'm more cautious in relationships, and Eric knows this, like I'm more slow, I'm slower to trust and to be vulnerable 
And uh, I think there's things in my personal life that I've worked on to become more vulnerable that have translated then to my work life and my career. And I think the timing was perfect. Even when Stephen came to Chicago, mm. was a big leap of faith on his part. And um, I don't know. It's so fun, fun to do stuff with friends that you trust and you love. And uh, there is truly no one else in this world that I would trust as much as you two to do work alongside together with. And um, I don't know. The last year was a lot of trust building, a lot of covering one another, a lot of um, really putting ourselves out there to be a resource to one another and helping each other out. And I think those are all the reasons why I had no doubt in my mind that when the decision was made, when we had these conversations, that to do it together made the most sense. It's a really good answer. Wow. Yeah. It's really, really sweet. And emotional. And your voice. Uh, oh, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool to have kind of a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not an ecosystem, but uh, like a sounding board for the work mm. that we make on an individual basis. The fact that we can evaluate the work that we do on a technical level, whether it's statistically mm -hmm. or if it's just on a philosophical profound emotional level as well with the work that we're making and i think that's only gonna compound as we're working in this space as well yeah and i i was telling chad on the way up here walking it's just so cool that we can just leave 502 come up here yeah and record an episode yep and uh yeah it's pretty wild and seeing it come together it's just it's not even like 20 percent done yet and it's still already feeling so special, like the light coming in and the small amount of furniture that we have in here. It's just, again, give, getting all those feelings going. The fact that we have meetings this week mm -hmm. about potential big things happening with this new entity, mm -hmm. which is still unnamed. Yes. <laughs> and that's what we're figuring out still. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the catchphrase of the podcast now. Right. Yeah. Because we know what it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what did you end the last episode with? It was... Oh, scatter batter. <laughs> it's not going to be that. That ain't it, chief. Oh, I said scatter batter. I, I was like, what did I say before that? Um, I said, later skater. Later and you're like, we're a baseball theme podcast. I said, scatter batter. <laughs> I, we might have to make like a joke t-shirt with that or something. Scatter, that would be scatter awesome, batter. actually. Um, but... Okay, so as, as both of you already touched on, <laughs> there is surprisingly a professional formal entity coming out of this. Um, and we are trying to figure out what we're going to name that and what we're going to use to more or less house the projects that we are working on because the three of us are trying to pursue that a lot more intentionally this year. Last year, it felt like a lot of stuff kind of fell in our laps or <laughs> yeah. things came to our individual businesses mm -hmm. and we brought each other on to take them. And it feels like we're a little more unified in trying to present ourselves as a very small production house. And I've never been excited to like build a website or a portfolio. I think you guys know that about me. <laughs> um, but this is something I'm excited to build a website and portfolio on. Nice. You know, just because th that we could share the load. Yeah. You know, and it's like, there's just something about like doing it without the expectation of being paid mm. and like just doing it together. I think that's the biggest hangup I have. It's like, on my personal side, I'm like, I could spend time doing this on my own. I know I can. Do I need to pay someone to do it? Mm. It's still working, even though I haven't updated the site. Or I need a new one, but it's still working. Sure. So, But I'm thinking of all of the possibility that mm. will exist if we have a beautifully curated website and portfolio to prove what we're capable of doing. 
I think that's going to be so profound split between three different people who have done a mountain of work in the past three years, mm -hmm. vi visually, emotionally, all that stuff. Like putting the short films we've made together in there, like, yeah. you know, do documentary things, stills that we've made, our film photography, just like it will be a haven of artwork and creativity mm -hmm. that will prove a point that you should probably hire us, which is just very, very exciting. And I think of your design skills, Steven, yeah. you know, like I think of your technical skills, Gene, like the, the ability to communicate with people and to figure out what the communication structure could and will look like in the systems and yeah. It's, it's very exciting. It feels like the world's kind of our oyster right now, mm -hmm. which can be a double-edged sword sometimes mm -hmm. of like, hey, what are we choosing to commit to? Yeah, what, what are do we you our, do? Yeah, what are we putting our time into, like, mm -hmm. actually? What do you guys feel like the next steps are for the studio at this current point in time? Like the space itself or just like, like the, the, like the, the physical space? Yeah. I, well, uh, both. both, if you have a thought on both. Yeah, I mean, I think the physical space, uh, it's still a, basically a blank canvas. There's still a lot in here that we haven't furnished and that we plan to. And so I think that's going to take a couple more months. I think especially before spring rolls around, we really want to have this place dialed in so that we have three or four sets to work off yeah. of very regularly. So I think that just requires a little more discipline on our end to make sure that we devote a day or two to go shopping at, on Facebook or like message people on Facebook, whatever that looks like. Dude, Facebook um, Marketplace, it's holy crap. wonderful. Yeah. Just type in, no, don't. No, don't, don't type. Don't, don't no. If you're not, if you don't live in Chicago, just type in mid-century modern <laughs> into Facebook Marketplace. And if and you do wow. live in Chicago and do that, I'm going to tell your mom. So don't. <laughs> it's like it's like West Elm and CB2 for a quarter of the price. <laughs> it, or, or less, <laughs> it's, honestly. It's stupid less. what we found so far. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. And we will make more videos um, showing this space once it's kind of built out. But I think that's the, the, hope, the tentative hope for the physical space. And then for the entity, the business that we're building, we've already had a, really, a few really exciting conversations mm -hmm. um, with potential jobs and prospects. And so I really believe that that's going to happen more frequently. I really think that as more eyes get on this space, on our individual platforms, and then what we're doing as a group, I think that what we do is just such a rarity when you have people who uh, see eye to eye creatively, but also from a business perspective and even emotionally, like we're talking about a friendship, I think that we are an anomaly. And so I think because of that, we have a lot of... Um, there's a lot that we're gonna be able to accomplish. And so I think that we're still deciding what direction we wanna go in, what kind of jobs do we wanna do? Where, where do we wanna like kind of lay our golden goose eggs like you've talked about before? Where are we gonna really invest our time and energy and resources into? I think that we're still having conversations around, but I don't think any of us have a doubt that this is gonna be something very incredible. And it's funny because we say that every year. Last year, we said that a bajillion times and it was, the best year I've had from a creative perspective, all of us, work, everything. But I feel like this year's gonna be even bigger and the year after that's gonna be even bigger. And I think that's something to be excited about. So I think what's on the, what's gonna happen, I don't really know, but do I believe that it's gonna be something awesome and big? 100%. I like that. Yep. Yeah. Gene, on a personal level, how are you doing? Ooh, that's a good question. Um. Oh, on a personal level? On a personal level, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, my car just got stolen. <laughs> Not a joke. Oh, did happen. It still hurts. No, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> my car got jacked uh, about six weeks ago. Was very not happy about it, which also my temperament in general, very, you know, like 
I, Chill, I would pay money to go back in time to witness that. Chill about that. Actually, it was it was a Sunday when we found out. So I went to church. And so, uh, strange, I didn't think about it. But it was like the next day, Monday, where it just hit me. And I was so upset. More because uh, it just affected our personal lives so much with our two kids. And just having one car, which I know sounds very privileged. But as, with a family, we just needed two cars with different jobs and everything. And so, um, that was not fun. But car is fixed. Got it detailed last week. It looks brand spanking new. <laughs> what are you playing? Applause. Nice. Yes. But um, that's what I'm talking about is Gene yeah. just got it done immediately. Yeah. I would have had no car for eight months. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know it's true. You know it. I would have been like, oh, got stolen. Dang it. <laughs> Gonna run to work every day. Yeah. <laughs> you actually would though. Yeah. Uh, no, but, yeah, chill 27 miles. It's fine. <laughs> one way. Um, but everything else is good. I would say that on a personal level, um, yeah, I'm just, it's weird because I think that it's not a quarter or midlife cent- mid-century life. Modern. <laughs> mid-century modern. Mid-life modern crisis. crisis. Mid-life mid-century. Facebook marketplace deals. Crisis. Um, but I think that I've never spent so much time emotionally thinking about what, what my life is going to look like, what my family's life is going to look like the next 10 years. And I think like six, seven years ago, um, you know, I didn't think about it as much, but as I'm turning 33 this year. In May. In May, yes, in May. I'm being forced to think a lot about my future, about my family's future, about our future. And uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I'm i excited about it. I'm also a little scared about it, to be honest. Hmm. I think that what we do as a living, although I really believe in what we're gonna do and accomplish, um, it's not like we get a salary paycheck, you know? Yeah. And so I think, uh, as a father, especially in a husband, I do think about that stuff a lot. But again, I wouldn't eat with my personality. I really take risks. So me doing this already tells you that to me, this is not a risk. And um, yeah, I think on a very personal level, I haven't stopped talking about the studio. Um, and I think that, yeah, I'm doing good after the car thing. That was, I was not good after that, but, <laughs> but we're good now. <laughs> Wow. There's got there's more questions in the tank right now. I feel like there's things we haven't covered. Oh. <laughs> I can I can barely read that. What did it say? Crickets. <laughs> I was just waiting for a moment to use that one. I almost did it earlier. I was too late to the punch. I was like, uh <laughs> There will be a moment when people are listening to this in the car while they will think like the show stopped streaming for a second. Yeah. That was perfect. Yeah. We just glitched. Honestly, all of us just glitched <laughs> yeah. for a second. Steven, uh, how confident do you feel moving into 2023 financially and business-wise? Because it was a hard transition where you had to get a lot of your bread by flying a lot and going yeah. back to where you came from and back and forth and back and forth to shoot weddings. And now you have built a foundation here mm-hmm. and a foundation that wasn't necessarily profitable or isn't even Mm -hmm. yet, but is now becoming, Mm -hmm. what are all your thoughts and feelings surrounding that? I feel so much better going into this year than I did last year. Yeah. Like undoubtedly the first year and a half that we were here, I guess first full year when we were living in downtown was definitely difficult um, because things just didn't pan out exactly like we expected them to. That's part of life. Um, And Laura didn't have a job for the first year that we were here. And I was traveling an obscene amount just to- Tell them how many flights. 
uh, in 20, in the last half of 2021, 34, and in all of 2022 was 45. <laughs> I was going to do crickets again. <laughs> um, plus, if I think, I actually, I'm writing the script for a video right now. I think plus the Mexico trip that I just took last week, that would be 81 in 18 months. That's insane. <laughs> oh my goodness. Which I, I kind of love the symmetry of how that worked out. 81, 81 and 18. Yeah. yeah. Um, that worked out nicely. So The War of 1881. Yeah. <laughs> Steven's internal struggle. He hates heights. Oh, it's great for him. How is that possible? He's really tall. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the first first full, you know, August to August year of us moving here, being here was definitely difficult. Um, things have changed dramatically in the last six months. Laura has gotten an amazing job at Northwestern, which is really cool. Um, and things that I was investing my time into and my money and resources are finally starting to turn around and actually make money. My big thing in moving here in the first place was to move to be close to you guys and to really invest in things that I would not have been able to being based on the East Coast still. Mm -hmm. And frankly, a lot of those things were businesses and opportunities that inherently weren't meant to turn a profit in the short term, yeah. but be good investments long term. Yes. And it honestly would have felt like a waste to me if I came here and just immediately picked up where I left off with weddings and did the exact same thing mm. in the same way that it would have felt kind of like a waste to just move from a suburb in Massachusetts to a suburb immediately in Illinois. We wanted to just completely shake things up and really go outside of our comfort zone and do new things that would ultimately prove fruitful. Hopefully like that was, that was the ideal. Um, and I'm, very, very grateful to say that we are now at that point and really starting to turn a corner. And those things that I've put so much energy into are starting to give me energy back. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm very grateful that I chose to use my time like that, even though there were so many months where it just sucked. It's like, ah, oh, the first is coming up. This is tough. Rent is coming, studio rent, like all these expenses that I was acquiring mm -hmm. in order to be around these opportunities and these projects. Um, there, there were so many just really, really difficult and stressful moments, but through it all, I just kept reminding myself like, Hey, you are, you are investing in things that are going to be good long-term. Um, and it was about having that, that long vision of like, it's tough right now, but you're doing this for a reason. And it's for things to not be tough long-term and for you to be able to be home on the weekends when you have kids and to be working less and mm -hmm. to be a present father and to be a good husband. And those were the driving factors that kept me really focused on those goals. Sick. I like that. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> I like that a lot. It was tough. Not going to lie about that. It was very tough, but very worthwhile. Yeah. It's never easy. No, no. Building stuff's not, not easy. Mm -mm. How does it feel to have multiple streams of income? Phenomenal. Yeah. And there's so many now. Yeah. Or, and especially by the end of this year, I think is when things are really going to feel like very comfortable. Isn't it wild to think that like even some feeling very small right now, income wise, you're like, oh, if I just remain at, at the very least consistent, that they'll be bigger by the end of the year mm -hmm. and bigger at the start of next year. Mm -hmm. And that compounding effect 
will then just give you the leverage and uh, all of the encouragement and courage to start new things mm-hmm. and to build and build. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very exciting. That, th- honestly, that's one of the things I'm most excited about with what we're doing mm-hmm. is to have individual entities on our own that are robust enough to then be like, we can throw our own personal finances at this mm-hmm. to make money and a bigger scale creatively. Yep. Like that is super exciting to me. Um, whether it, that's yeah. starting a new business or, um, you know, I- investing in some sort of real estate or whatever it is, you know, that's the kind of long term. We had a call yes, when you weren't in Chicago yet where I was talking crazy. Yeah. And I was like, dude, we could get, we could get real estate out in like Wyoming yeah. and it could be like six cabins, but like yeah. film sets rent the place mm-hmm. and there's ATVs and like all this craziness. Nowhere near that, <laughs> you know, but like but, have, having stuff like those kinds of conversations uh-huh. get me so stoked because it's like the, the baby steps we're all taking right now could yeah. absolutely lead to something like that. And it's cool to see how we can take money that we have made in semi-traditional creative ways to invest in businesses that are pretty atypical for people in our industry. Yeah. Things that are outside of what most people are thinking about as Mm -hmm. far as expanding their businesses and then being able to discuss them here on a podcast Mm -hmm. in long form and explain how they're going like that. There's something really exciting about that to just tackle things that are just kind of uncommon and aren't really talked about that much within people in our circles. Yeah. Something uh, Ryan said on the Sacramento trip Mm -hmm. that just, I can't stop thinking about it. I don't know if it's something he thought of or just is repeating, but money is energy. The line money is energy was just like, wow, what a profound thing to chew on and can just mean so much. It really really devalues what it is Mm. while at the same time giving it tons of power in a completely different way than it stereotypically does. Sure. You know, like so many people want the money for X, Y, and Z that ends up not being really that important. Sure. But then using it as a source of energy to build or do the next thing is so profound to me. Hmm. Just like not caring about it in some sense, knowing that it's just used to do this next thing that can solve this problem, help this person Hmm. create this beautiful piece of art. Oh, I just love, yeah, chew on it for a while. It's nice. I, there's a few things he said I wrote down in my phone. <laughs> 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 it felt like everything he was saying was pretty, yeah. Yeah. pretty dang wise. Yeah, we're talking about Ryan Booth. He's a stud. That guy. Yeah. He's the best. What a cool dude. Wow. I have a question for you guys. Please. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about how we got to this place and some of what our next steps are, but have you guys thought about by the end of this year, by the end of this calendar year, are there any top shelf goals that you guys want to accomplish? Whether that's like as a group for Rally Caps uh, on your individual platforms that again, still feed into this thing we're doing together. But have you guys thought about um, anything like you want to accomplish? Maybe outside of the documentary, because I think mm. the documentary for us, mm-hmm. that's the very top thing. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, have you guys thought about what you want to accomplish this year? It's great because I I really haven't sat down yet. Yeah, there are there are things that I'm building currently where I'm like, there's a ton of potential with X Y Z, whether it's on my own front or with you guys. Um, where I haven't really set definitive goals yet. The documentary, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. I think far and away, if we can sell that movie, 
would just be one of the coolest things any of us have ever accomplished. Easily. Um, and even if we don't, it's still going to be, it already is, one of the coolest things we've ever accomplished. Yes. And so that's really, really neat. Um, I never thought I would think this or say this, but I feel like even having another employee. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, by I'm the end of the year, I'm starting to see the benefit greatly yeah. of investing in somebody else in my brand specifically mm -hmm. and what that could mean in duplicating myself in a meaningful way, mm. being able to replicate what I can't do because of time and using money as energy mm -hmm. to expand in a way I want to, but can't physically do as one person. Something that's been so profound to me is that I am working the least amount of hours I have in the past six years. And last year was my highest earning revenue year to date. And it's been stair-stepping still. So like seeing that that model is working and then seeing how, and that could be, that could be us employing somebody. It could be us employing multiple people. Mm -hmm. Like it's, this could all look extremely different by 11 months from now. Yeah. And it's gonna be really fun to listen back to this episode yeah. and, see, and see it. Yeah. 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 I, I would, I, I think I'm warming to the idea of an intern or employee of sorts, seeing what yours and Shua's relationship looks like. Mm -hmm. I think it's very cool. Uh, I'm still, I think probably more in the camp of just fleshing out what my personal business and brand looks like because yeah. I still am in a bit of a transitional period coming from the East Coast to here and starting to really cement myself in a couple of like distinct ways here. So we'll see if that actually happens this year or maybe early next year or something along those lines. And I have a couple of, you know, different, more metric goals and, and things across, you know, social followings and things like that to continue just building a personal audience and ultimately build whatever our collective reach looks like. And then of course the doc finalizing whatever our LLC or business or thing that the three of us are doing is, um, I would, I'm still very interested in what DPing a film, like a film film could look like, um, specifically with a friend of ours who has contacted Eric and I about that. And that would be a very cool portfolio piece. I'd love to get some more just huge commercial clients also this year. I really want to capitalize on what we made with Leica last year and mm -hmm. kind of dive deeper into that and make some just really outstanding work. Uh, in that arena. And I'm very excited about stills too, but oh. we can talk about that more yeah. in a future episode. Totally. Yeah. So many things. So many things. A lot of things. What about Eugene? <laughs> um, I think individually for myself, um, there are a lot of metrics I want to hit, whether it's for YouTube or- What is it? What are the YouTube what, What's yours? Um, I would love to hit like 25,000 subscribers by the end of this year. Yeah. I like that. Um, and I think that I would love to start being more intentional about fostering a community on my channel of people that can, can communicate with me and with each other through YouTube or Instagram. Um, Cause like all of us get questions and DMs all the time or comments on our stories. And I would love to find a way to foster a community there uh, just cause I've benefited so much from in-person community, but also those platforms as well. But I think 25,000 subscribers is the large, that's a large goal for me this year. Um, 
And then obviously diversifying my business further where I'm not reliant solely on wedding income, which is great. We all know that. But it's just not where uh, I want to continue laying investments down, especially with knowing that my time is valuable and creatively where I find satisfaction is not in weddings. So I want to really do my due diligence with servicing my couples to the very best of my abilities for the rest of this year, and maybe next year. Um, but I really want to diversify, diversify my business. And then for our group, I would love for us to start working on another big tier project like the doc. I would love for us to really wrap that up really well, make it beautiful and amazing and impactful, and then really get going on the next big thing, whatever that is. And I have no idea, no aspirations specifically for what that is, but I really think that we're going to have a lot of those kinds of projects. And uh, I don't know, I, I learned so much last year about myself, about my abilities creatively and technically, and I'm really excited to see how much further I can go and how we can go mm -hmm. together and what we're going to be able to accomplish. Because I think it's going to be, I think this, this year's going to be insane. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's going to be like crazy. And I think yeah. for the Rally Caps audience to kind of be a witness in real time and see what's happening, it's going to be so exciting. That's going to be very, very fun to give yeah. updates yeah. yeah, along the way. I think yeah. a lot of the, fa the foundation we laid last year is about to explode this year. Yeah. Yes. In a, in a good way, because foundations are good. So the foundation will Don't explode. explode. <laughs> the foundation <laughs> will be solidified. Very solidified. <laughs> foundation solidified. will stay still. <laughs> we're going to seal the painted floor. Not us, though, because we were not great at it. Someone else will the do it for us. The foundation will explode. <laughs> <laughs> Let me continue. Let me get the illustration correct for you. So yes. we're going to build a house. Yes. <laughs> And then destroy the foundation. <laughs> <laughs> and the walls came tumbling down. <laughs> wow. Scatter batter. Oh, oh hey. well. Well, that's the official official tagline of the show now. So I guess we're done here. Thank you all for listening. We hey, appreciate you. If you would be so kind and you're, you've enjoyed Rally Caps in the past, enjoy it now and we'll enjoy it in the future consider giving us a five-star rating on the Apple Podcasts, if that's where you're listening, or any of the other places where you can review podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like, subscribe if you're not already. And uh, yeah, just helps us out with getting out to more people. All the internet things we should be plugging at the end of an episode. Yes. You heard them all here. Mate, cut now it, put it them. in the beginning. Put this in the beginning. <laughs> Is this the new cold open? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you all. Thanks One, for listening. One, two, three. Scatter. Scatter. Oh, I refuse. No, 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 no. no. Come right, on, make it already? a thing. Slide, Clive. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. One, two, three. Rally Caps. <laughs>